Good day to you all. I do pray that you're feeling blessed and highly favored. Of course, this is the second episode of Just Trill Talks. And on today, we'll be discussing a few current events and also we'll be discussing some of the things that are relevant to our community. So uh, we do have a jam-packed episode, but I won't be before you long here on today. And so we're just uh, in for some good discussion. Uh, and uh, hopefully you enjoy it and uh, and hopefully it provokes some thought and um, provokes you to guys who want to communicate with me and tell me what you think about the subjects that we'll be covering here on today. Now, the first one will be Mr. Jesse Smollett. I believe that's how you pronounce his name. Um, and of course, uh, you know, we won't go into everything that, uh, you know, surrounding him as of right now. Uh, well, actually, we will. We'll go ahead and take a brief look here. I have an article uh, which, of course, states the timeline for uh, from the actor's 2019 arrest uh, to his current uh, jail time, so to speak. And so it states here, a suspected racist and homophobic, homophobic attack of Jesse Smollett by two masked men who happened, uh, which happened at about 2 a.m. They say the actor was punched in the face, had an unknown chemical substance poured on him, and a rope wrapped around his neck. Jesse Smollett told, uh, tells police the two attackers also made reference to MAGA, uh, which is Make America Great Again, the slogan used by President Donald Trump and his supporters. He goes to a doctor and police describes his condition as good. Now, from um, the day after on January 30th, you know, he receives um, an outpouring of support from uh, friends, family members, uh, other, you know, people in the industry, such as Viola Davis, Janelle Monet, and T.I. himself. And uh, they gave him some support. And on January 31st, he refused to hand over his phone, which was the first indicator of something suspicious going on. Um, uh, February 1st, he spoke for the first time. And again, I'm just kind of going through the timeline. Um, so, you know, to kind of bring people up to speed as to what's going on. Uh, February 2nd of 2019, uh, this was the comment that you know became that grabbed the headlines' attention. Uh, you know, he stated that he was the gay Tupac. However, that works. And uh, on uh, February 11th of 2019, his phone records were in fact submitted. Uh, the person of interest arrested by police on February 14th, which was three days after. And then, uh, of course, on February 17th, trajectory of the investigation has shifted to where they started seeing some things. And then on February 20th, which it didn't take long, it was an open and shut type of investigation, it looks like. Uh, and as of February 20th, uh, Jesse Smollett is charged by the police. So that happened extremely quickly. And um, ever since then, you know, that's kind of led up to now. Uh, he was arrested on uh, February 21st. And he has been, um, you know, stating his uh, innocence ever since then. And, um, you know, we'll kind of just leave the timeline there. Uh, but, of course, on March 14th, he pleaded not guilty. And just as of recent, I believe, uh, let me get the correct date for you guys. The trial began November 21st. Smollett found guilty on December 9th and uh, sentenced on March 11th. And so, yeah, I just wanted to bring you guys up to speed. But uh, in all actuality, 
Um, I want to do. I do want to go ahead and give my take on this. Now, uh, I don't understand all of the hate that Mr. Smollett is, in fact, receiving right now. When, I mean, in fact, I mean, in my opinion, you niggas is Jesse Smollett. You know, um, I'm not sure why you don't choose to identify or choose to pick and choose rather which celebrities to identify with. Um, oftentimes I see individuals, they make idols, so to speak. When people come up, they identify with them and oh, they, you know, they somewhat remind me of me. Uh, you know, I would do that and they somewhat attach themselves to these individuals. Uh, but when someone comes out and, you know, does something to this effect and it's frowned upon, you don't choose to identify with him, and I'll, you know, almost crucify him in that particular regard. But uh, when I first witnessed his actions, he put me in the mind of many individuals that I know. Um, you know, <laughs> just to name a few of the traits that Mr. Smollett has exhibited in this particular regard. And, you know, you can actually tell me if you, in fact, know of many individuals like this, uh, he's exhibited, you know, a lot of feminine ways, obviously. Um, he's expressed an absurd desire to be relevant. He's displayed a lack of character. And he's also a bad actor. You know, um, how many times do we see this? I mean, I can name a good five to ten instances of people who I know or who I feel same, share the same character as a Mr. Smollett. Like, you know, sometimes the lies are just so crazy and ridiculous. It's like, why are you, why did you lie about that? Why, why did you do that? Like, it, it makes no sense at all. Well, you know, in this particular case, in this particular case, I actually, you know, give Jesse some credit um, because, uh, for one, it makes sense for him uh, in order, you know, just from an acting standpoint, I can see him, you know, trying to be relevant, using this as a ploy and try to bolster his status. Um, you know, it just happened, so happened to backfire on him, you know, and that brings into question, you know, a lot of things like, um, I think he overcalculated his, um, his popularity. I think that he kind of miscalculated uh, who he was to the people. And, uh, you know, of course, this led to, you know, things going in a different direction on him because in all actuality, there are a number of individuals who uh, would have made the same claims that Mr. Smollett has and they probably wouldn't have been questioned. Or even if the roles had been reversed and this was a young lady coming out, uh, you know, making accusations or anything to that effect, uh, would this have been questioned? Would the police have investigated it as hard, you know, to kind of see what's going on, you know? not to you know play anybody but Tisha Campbell kind of just did something similar to this where she claimed that she had got kidnapped and things to this effect and the police actually said that there was no evidence of this but I think uh, she just didn't take it to the extent as Mr. Smollett did he really tried to push a line as if he had um, a point there and um, you know and the truth just kind of came to the light but you know I say all that to say that let's hold off on being you know, so judgmental on Mr. Smollett because 
in my opinion, a lot of individuals are operating on the same level of a Jesse Smollett. And actually, that's going to be the new name, you know, for a lot of you busters out there, you know what I'm saying? You're just going to be a Jesse Smollett-ass nigga, you feel me? If you out here lying, you displaying feminine uh, feminine behaviors, pardon me. Um, you just out here trying to be relevant the same way that a woman would. You just doing, uh, just going out the way. You're lying, you're doing whatever you need to do, and you're sticking with the lie. You know, that's the, I think that's the biggest uh, thing out of all of this, you know, when caught in it, you know, instead of fessing up and just, you know, saying it is what it is, like he 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 dying with the lie. And I guess you can't knock him for that, but you know, uh, that's gonna be my new nickname for all you people out there, man, who are on that Jesse Smollett stuff. Yeah, you know I mean, y'all definitely exhibiting the same character as Jesse, so you know, don't be surprised if I mess around and call you that on accident, you know. <laughs> but, um you know, with that, that is my take on it, and uh, we're going to go ahead and transition into the next subject here, and that is going to be that of Kanye West. Not as crazy as you think. And with this, this is going to be an interesting topic here because um, I'm sure that you saw um, in the media uh, you know, what appears to be Kanye losing his mind behind his ex-wife. Um, you know, it, it's playing out. Um, there's all type of text messages from Pete Davis. And, you know, it's just it just appears to be so messy and almost playing out um, as if it's a soap opera in our face. And, you know, to me, um, this is just another beautiful ploy by one of the greatest uh, marketing geniuses that hip-hop has ever seen. You know, all of his, if we think back for just a second, and we look at all of his infamous stunts ranging from the George Bush, and maybe many of you probably don't remember that, but from the George Bush thing where he said he doesn't care about black people, uh, to where he bum-rushed the stage, um, you know, and, and said that Beyonce had the greatest, the best video of all time, uh, to the feud with 50 Cent, to where they said one of them would retire if they didn't outsell the other. And, uh, you know, all of these tactics and things and stunts that he's pulled, each time he's managed to grab the entire attention of the masses. And so it's no surprise to me that he's actually uh, or reported to be a billionaire as of right now. Now, um, if you've ever delved in any type of media or anything like that, um, you tend to look at things differently. You, you know oftentimes... Um, individuals are doing things to stay relevant. It's no coincidence that Kanye West has been relevant going on 15, what, 15 some some years now? 15, yeah, something along those lines. He's been relevant the whole time, constantly reinventing himself. This man is no dummy by any means. Nothing that he's achieved has been uh, lucky, in my opinion. Um, he's just a marketing genius, so to speak, and uh, with that, I hear so many people captivated by what's going on with him and Kim. And let me kind of delve into this for a second. So um, let's look at it this way. Most successful people that we know, um, they're usually disciplined planners. They are um, also diligent executors of this plan, if you will. And I believe... Everything has been planned from 
uh, Kim marrying, I mean, pardon me, or Kanye marrying a Kim Kardashian, um, and, you know, what they're going through now, I just feel it's all planned. You know, for one, let's start here. Why would you marry a social icon who has also mastered how to work the media and stay relevant by any means necessary? Um, you know, we look back at everything that Kim has done, um, you know, ranging from using uh, any of her social abilities, her relationships, uh, whether that be from her friends to the men that she's been with, even going as far as to marry certain men. She's been relevant for a long time and she's mastered how to stay relevant. And, you know, I believe this is one of the main reasons, uh, one of the main things that caught Kanye's attention that, whoa, this woman is a business and she's going to always be relevant because she understands what's going on. She knows how to captivate the attention of the people and generate discussion about her and so um, you know I believe all of this is planned and aside from this uh, Kanye was in the in has been in the industry his mother also has been in the industry so to think that they're not prepping I believe the daughter's name is North Northwest to be a mega child star I find that hard to believe. You know, all of these individuals that we spoke on obviously love the industry and they obviously love attention. So, you know, what better way to, you know, carry on this legacy other than to, you know, uh, transport that into a child star. Now, it's no surprise to me if we look at his, you know, his actions. He's been a social recluse. Uh, anytime he's ready to pop out, you know, um, let me put it this way. I saw an interview one time where Kanye, he was talking about an application uh, that he was uh, that he had developed or something like that, and he was talking about the swiping method. And he was saying that, um, you know, he was comparing it. He said, what else goes like this? And, you know, the man was like, uh, well, dating apps, of course. And he was just talking about how this is going to be a correlation with the mind. Like this application that he's doing, he knows that it's going to be successful because it correlates over with the mind, a gesture that everyone does. Um, I also heard this man speak on another interview and he was talking about rhythmic chords and things like this that actually go in and affect your chakra. So, I mean, he, certain chords rather. So he has this thing broken down to a science uh, as far as with this. So as far as uh, marketing, are we to think that he doesn't have this down to a science as well? Um, you know, he jumps out, he grabs the attention of everyone, him and Kim, um, and everyone's talking about them right now. And not only that, but people actually feel like they can identify with both sides. Uh, they've managed to make America think that uh, we can actually identify with the issues that they're having. You know, Kanye West has done a great job of aggratiating himself with the black father, you know, as if he's going through uh, everything that the normal black father is going through, um, you know. and. Um, it works. And Kim, of course, we know too many women that play her particular role, you know, uh, that she's playing out in this particular relationship. And then, I, you know, it's my belief. I would go as far as to say that, you know, Pete, Pete might even be in on this thing, man. But you you just never know. But uh, that is, of course, my take on it. And one more thing on that before we transition topics. Uh, this is the same man that he just killed Amber Rose on the on the um, on the blame game, he killed her on that. You know, the Yeezy taught me. Um, this is the same Kanye West. He knows who he is. He knows who he is. You think he can't turn around and do the same thing to a Kim Kardashian? Um, you, I'm sure that he's fully aware 
that he's completely reformed her image. He's actually made her creditable again and to a respectable woman, so to speak. Uh, prior to Kanye putting, he almost bit the bullet to better her reputation, so to speak, because prior to that, she just was kind of seen as a toss around businesswoman doing things by any means. And now she's, um, you know, she's into prison reform. Uh, she's, uh, you know, she, she's just respected at this particular point. And, um, you know, the same thing that he says to, he said to Amber Rose, it's my belief that he could definitely do uh, Kim Kardashian the same way. I don't, I don't doubt it by any means. Uh, but aside from that, even, um, again, this is a reformed porn star, for lack of a better word. Uh, this is really what sprung her career off. And to think that this man has married this woman. You can still go see Kim Kardashian titties right now on any web, on any of the main uh, the websites. You can go see her right now. Them tapes with Ray J. So I find it hard to believe that this man is this weak-minded to know that everybody in the world ha can see your woman. I'm you're fully aware of what she is, but now you just a jealous, crazy ex-husband. <laughs> Take it for what it is, man. Like his from the streets used to say, you be the judge. You know, that's just my take on it. Um, it might be some real stuff going on there. You know, it might be something real going on there. But I, I just know that it's correlating to us talking about them. And I think uh, both of them are very well, um, are very aware of the fact that any publicity is good publicity. And so uh, maybe it just is a coincidence. Maybe. But um, also, while we're on music, before we transition on to a more serious subject, um, Lil Durk. Uh, Lil Durk's uh, album, 7-0, I believe, let me see, yeah, seven two two zero, And so, uh, you know, it's receiving mixed reviews. It's still opening to solid numbers. Um, let's see here. Let's get the projections pulled up. And so uh, he actually debuted... Or the record is projected, pardon me, because the sales aren't in yet, but he's projected to sell anywhere from 120 to 130,000 albums when his last album, which was somewhat of a classic, um, debuted at number 46, only selling 23,000 units. So he's definitely doing his thing. You know, he's popping right now. And uh, while we're on the marketing subject, Dirk is definitely doing his thing as a marketer. Um, you know, one time for Dirk because um, he's experienced a, a lot, you know, and he's, uh, like any good marketer, he's capitalizing on his pain, so to speak, uh, you know, is with, you know, all of the people that have passed around him, uh, the relationships that he, you know, with, with Andy and really the whole album is <laughs> almost about that. Um, but, you know, he's going over his, his love life, um, you know, the love that he has for his, his late cousins, um, you know, things to this effect, the shootouts that he's having in, 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 in uh, his home, the, uh, the King Bond. Uh, the passing of King Von, so to speak, and still recovering from that. So, you know, of course, he's been through a lot. And uh, typically, uh, individuals who go through these type of things, you know, um, it's it's a wonder how he's still keeping his head up. But, you know, despite through all of this, he's still utilizing it for what it's meant to be used for. And that's a financial gain for him and his family. Um, and so he's presenting that to the world. And even, of course, with the NBA Youngboy thing, you know, from a marketing standpoint, I feel like all of it is just, all of it is about bogus. You know, I don't really believe any of it. I think the only thing that makes the hip-hop element dangerous, I feel like, um, 
is the fact that you have individuals who may not be as intelligent. I believe, uh, you know, young boy, Dirk, I feel all of them, they, they know what's going on right now. They, they're using this as a vehicle to sell uh, more records and to get more money, and they obviously see that it's working. You know, Dirk is even hinting at just to almost boost his numbers up. He's hinting at uh, making a part two of the NBA young boy this song. I believe it's like, ah, 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 or something like that, you know, and so, um, you know, just overall, I'm looking at it from a marketing aspect, and he's definitely doing his thing, and it's, it's blowing his sales out of the water. So, you know, shouts out to Dirk for doing his thing there. Now, finally, uh, the last topic that we'll touch on on today, like I said, this is just going to be a quick one. I just wanted to speak on a few subjects and really get out there and see what's going on with you guys and give you something to discuss because, you know, a lot of people are speaking on these topics. Uh, of course, they're going much more in depth, which I certainly could, but we try to kind of condense our thoughts, especially with the platform being uh, small right now. You know, I don't really want to go in and get one of them good old T.D. Jakes. Well, I'm killing T.D. Jakes, but, you know, get one of my good speeches and really give a lot of uh, informative information and good substance and something and, you know, that really doesn't have the audience that uh, it should have on like cats and pros among swine, you know. But, um, you know, anyways, uh, going back to the topic at hand, and that is going to be the importance of the BBL in the black community. Now, for those who don't know, the BBL Let's go ahead and get that pulled up here as far as the difference between a butt lift and a BBL because there is a difference, uh, you know, back uh, back in the day a few years ago, I was actually going to uh, get the surgery for someone, you know, that uh, I was in, you know, I was going to actually get that performed. So we, was, we were looking into it and uh, it definitely wasn't as prevalent as it is now and it was much more expensive. You know, of course, they was always talking about going to, I believe, the DR or wherever it was really kind of popping at at the time. And then they had, you know, various spots all throughout, you know, the states that you can go to as well. And I remember me and my partner just kind of looking it up and, you know, because we didn't want our shorties with the hard booties, man, you know, so we like, you know, um, it's, it's one where you can get the fat sucked out and use that and where it still be soft and you know they got to really get in there man bro it's funny but uh when we was researching it so you know this is something that's been around and since then um we have uh, seen that this is just kind of taking over you know it's kind of almost to the point where it's customary to have a bbl you know if you wasn't born with the genetics if you wasn't born with hips hey, it's all good you know for about seven to ten you know, about five to ten thousand dollars you're in the game right now and uh you know i believe we kind of became desensitized to it because we were speaking on it uh the other day and I actually kind of thought about it. You know, it's almost like abortion. You know, when you hear it, you're not really understanding what uh, women are going through, like especially once it's reached a certain point, you know, for her to get an abortion. Um, you know, this is a process. This is a, a life that's lost, you know, um, you know, in essence. But we're so desensitized to it in today's culture that it's really kind of like nothing. But if you've ever lost a child or if you've had one to keep your baby in, you've actually lost one and you understand this and you understand the process of it. It's, it's a mess. But um, that's just an, a quick example as to how 
how we became desensitized to certain things. And I believe it's the same with the BBL nowadays. Now, of course, we've heard of various uh, women, various individuals who have, uh, of course, passed from this, um, just from surgeries in general. It's always a risk that's been taken by going under the knife. And uh, black people especially are not too fond of doctors in general. So, you know, I'm not really sure how this came into the mix so prevalent, so prominent. You know, women are jumping up to get BBLs like they just volunteering to get a new weave or something like you know it's or you know a new wig whatever may have you it's just like like it's nothing you know and um i was talking to a young lady the other day and she was just like yeah you know uh females they're not even you know the studies haven't been fully cast yet so we don't know we don't have 15 20 years of research to kind of know what the end result of this is going to be chances are you're going to have to go back and you know get it adjusted to have another surgery on top of that years from now so you know it really you should a lot of women should, in fact, be weighing their options when they're doing that. And so this caused me to think. And I said to myself, women are also are almost operating in the same spirit as a as a young nigga taking penitentiary chances. You know, this is the same mentality because from the outside looking in, it's crazy. Like, I'll, I'll put it to you this way. Um... Me and my partner was talking, and uh, I asked him, I said, under what circumstances would you go under the knife? Would you, you know, would you go get a surgery? You know, we kind of looked at each other, and our answer was the same. Like, damn, now under no circumstances. Like, it, it really has to be life or death. We're going to exhaust dang near every other option to get out of putting our life in somebody's hands that we barely know. Going, going to sleep and going under surgery going under a knife having them cut us open somebody we don't even know uh, you know and uh, that that thought is a bit frightening you know to have that much trust and that much faith in somebody but it's the same thing as a young person who's out here you know doing their thing who you know doing what taking whatever risk that they need to take you know this remind me of this same thing how young they feel before he go kick a dope before he go you know what I'm saying before he go make a jug or whatever may have you it's the same type of um, the same type of um, ignorant aggression, I would say, to where you can just cast everything aside and go after this gung-ho. Uh, and it also uh, means that in their mind, the reward is so high that it's worth this. The reward is so high for me getting this BBL that this is not even a question. They almost come in with that 300 mentality. Like, that's a that's an easy decision. For, <laughs> if you have some life or death, that's an easy decision for me. You know, and, uh, you know, this, much like the BBL, that is a very much an easy decision for them. If they have, if you have the, the resources, the funds, why not get it? And I thought to myself and I said, well, women are very much justified in this right now because... We as men, we're we're stamping this ideology. We're stamping the fact that if you do go get this surgery, if you come in here with a better body, no matter if we wasn't paying you any mind, any attention a day ago, last week, nobody was wanting to talk to you. If you come in here with the right shape, with the right pants on, with the right leggings on, whatever may have you, um, yeah, your holler's going to go up. I know that for a fact, you know, it, and folks is definitely going, they going to go up, you know, and the sad part about it, you know, with us honing in on this and preaching and all, not even preaching it because, you know, women more so, they going to watch your actions. And we've almost stated that 
um, the traits of a woman, the character of a woman, the her ability to have any substance about her is almost irrelevant. As long as the body type is right, as long as the look is right, then she's good money. She could literally be a catastrophe waiting to happen. She could be five or six deep with children, have a boot camp over there. Um, she's still going to have action. You know, she's still going to think she's in the right and she's still going to feel that she, reward. Uh, I mean, she's going to feel justified in actually getting this BBL because what she's seeking, she is going to receive it. It may not be the right type of attention. Um, and she still may come up short, not may, she is still going to come up short if she doesn't double back and get the real traits that make a woman. But it's just a sad circle that's going on right now to what, you know, and the fact is that you don't have to get these. What happened to the days of hard work, to getting your lazy ass in the gym and actually working hard for a body type that you want? You know, but uh, I do get it. You know, I, I just come to look at both sides of the coin. Um, you know, shouts out because I know, you know, I'm I'm rocking with the BBL. You know, I'm not going to sit up here and, and, and say not, you know, if you come in looking right and, you know, but it has to match. You know, that just don't get you through the door with me. You know, the, the appearance that's going to make you look. But, you know, um, we got to see what's happening thereafter. Or, you know, that's going to be short-lived no matter how you slice it across the board. But um, that is really what I have on today. Uh, definitely tap in. Uh, tell me what you think. You know, certainly voice your opinion on the subject. You know, am I tripping? Are you a Jesse Smollett-ass nigga? Let me know. You feel me? Um, what do you think about Dirk's album? You know, um, what do you feel about Kanye West? Do you feel like I'm overanalyzing it? Do you think, or or am I short selling it, so to speak? Do you think it's really a lot of stuff going on and Kanye he just going through what every other black man is going through and I'm tripping? And uh, finally, as far as the BBL, do you feel like it's just part of the black culture at this point and almost a rites of passage for a young woman who wasn't born with genetics to go ahead and uh, get that stimulus package? Package that booster so that she can go ahead and have success in her endeavors. Um, tap in, definitely let me know what you think. Uh, again, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. And I may tap in later on this week if some more relevant news comes up, or I may just come with a um, a message. You know, we're going to switch it up. We're not going to always be speaking on subjects like this or current events, rather. But anytime that I do speak on the current events, then we're still going to filter in some type of message of substance uh, concerning the black community. So that's my method there. And I definitely hope that you've enjoyed yourself. And I do look forward to seeing you all next time. And do have yourselves a blessed one.